Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hi guys. It's it's been it's been a day. Um, welcome back to our podcast. Jade and I have been on vacation. Yes, we've been on vacation, so we're a little rusty. Well, I'm a little rusty actually, and just <laughs> starting the podcast episode. Um, it's been two weeks, I think. It's been two weeks. Yeah. Yes. So I was in Puerto Rico with friends. And it was great, you guys. It was such a great time. It was beautiful. It was magical. It was what I needed. So I'm back, ready for the podcast, ready for the Bachelorette. Mm, I was in Orlando. It was hot as hell. (laughs) And it rained every day. Humidity. Fun. The children are out of school, so they were at the parks um, with me. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. A lot of lot of people in the same same space um but you know it was good i didn't take a computer or anything so i was super intentional about not not working and so you know we just like to model some of that self-care for y'all like we're not working on vacation because not because we don't love y'all but like we need breaks too it's been a long pandemic yes but i am definitely (sighs) i feel well rested i'm ready to jump back into our Mm. social media game and um, yeah back into the bachelorette and then married at first sight later so it's gonna be great it's gonna be great yes um, i'm excited so we're covering week three and week four yes of yes. the bachelorette which i don't know i'm i don't love the format of this show um it's all over the place kind of like just mm-hmm. taking the notes it's like almost a little challenging because we're just going back and forth from like group dates and the non-group dates and the guys just sitting there talking shit and I'm just like, I can't really follow you guys. It's a little difficult. But maybe it's difficult because it's so boring. <laughs> like, mm, I don't know what happened. Quite possible. But like, man, I think it was week four episode where I was just like, girl, <laughs> like, what are we yeah. doing? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's go ahead and should we jump in? Do we have any updates on any like um, external stuff with these people? I or actually just regulars? do. I do. Ooh, so us. I don't know if people realize this when they accepted those PPP loans during COVID, <laughs> um, but that information is public knowledge. Everyone mm-hmm. can see who received them. And, you know, it's a loan, my friends. So you have to pay it back if you can't, um, like, if you can't prove that you use that money for your employees, for your business. Yeah. And so I heard that Atasha Adams... Ooh, received a PPP loan of like $20,000. Does she have employees? She does not. Mm. Okay. I didn't Apparently, judgment, but a few other bachelor people t- took these loans as well. I think Dale from like the past bachelorette with, I think her name was Claire. Um, he took one. I guess this, I guess a lot of the social media people, from the Bachelor franchise, took these loans, I guess, to, like, sustain themselves during the pandemic. But uh, interesting. here's the thing. If you're working, like, in social media, like, you actually, there was ton of, there was ton of social media activity during the, during the pandemic, basically, is what I'm saying. Mm. Like, I don't, 
those loans are for people who really need them. Like these businesses that were, you know, that are now like not even operable or who had to close down their doors because they couldn't afford to stay in business. Like those are the types of people that need these loans. Yeah. Like not Tasha Adams. So just really unfortunate, you know, that we're abusing the system and it's just kind of gross. I wish oh. we could be more surprised that people are And Jamie. Jamie Otis from Married at First Sight. She she got a fifty thousand <gasps> dollar loan. Really? Mm-hmm. Sure Jamie. did. I mean, but she's trash, so I expect that from her. But again, like no employees. Like you just bought a house in like I think Key West or something in Florida. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that money went to that. Like you're gonna have to you're going to have to prove that you paid your employees. Otherwise, Jamie's gonna have to pay that money back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just exasperated. I'm still wanting to know more about her trash side of things. I just don't know enough about her. Girl, just go to her Instagram. It's just full of her being ridiculous. Um, mm. I know you mentioned that when she had Brianna and... So weird. Whoever else. All the that, girls from thing was. season 11, except for yeah. Claire, who I guess briefly had some sense. Um, but they were all like on vacation in Miami and I was like, y'all don't even Jamie, like what's happening? Like, this is so weird. Like y'all aren't friends. Like it's just, it was strange. I mean, it seems out of place. Right. Um, but again, I don't know. I'd be curious. Well, I guess, well, and I guess about each other in the future. Right. Yeah. And I guess my issue is that it was often the same season like it's one thing if like you just had friends from like past seasons and you guys like connected because that almost feels more plausible but to gather all the women from the past season all the new people yes mm-hmm. like it's just it's strange to me yeah. okay so, so her fifty thousand dollar loan for her <laughs> air quote employees mm-hmm She's going to be able to pay that back. Has she said why she took that? Why she's abusing the system? I don't follow her, so I'm not sure. No. I knew about she it because I heard on a podcast. But then um, Chris from mm. uh, season 11, Married at First Sight, he posted it on one of his stories. Because I think he was going through some sort of like manic episode on Instagram <laughs> Live. And he had a live mm. on and he was doing stories and he wow. was talking about or, all sorts of shenanigans about apparently he said that Eric had like a DUI trying to follow behind Virginia had a 45 day suspension or something. And I was like, I don't think that's true because he's wow. a pilot. <laughs> so like, if that were the case, like, I think we could find that information. Like, I don't know. I was just like, something like you'd be able to, I, I would think so. Like he said a whole bunch of stuff and, some of it did seem to be true. He mentioned something about Virginia and Haley trying to have some sort of threesome or something. Apparently, Paige is still talking to him, is, is what I gather from this. I think she's still I'm talking not to him. I mean, but today, like, after all the shenanigans and talk of, like, being stronger and... Are I you just, surprised? Is that what you're trying oh, to say? No, oh, no, absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. <laughs> I was going to say, if there's anything, I'm definitely not surprised by Yeah, no. I mean, it. like, her being like, oh, my God, I changed my number so Chris couldn't contact me. I'm like, girl, I don't even believe you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was just very busy in the streets these past two weeks, like, between that and, like, The Bachelor and these PPP loans and then Chris and, oh, and then Eric and Virginia um, getting divorced, essentially. Did you see that? Oh, really? Girl, 
When I tell you vacation was vacation. Yes. That is that was announced like two days ago. Um, Married oh. at First Sight fan posted um, a screenshot because that is public knowledge as well. Um, it was filed on like June 29th, but apparently hmm. in the documents it said they had been living apart since like April or May. I wish I could say I was more surprised. I'm just well. It's confusing to me because they signed on to do couples cam. They did. I feel like. I feel like they're one of those couples who you know are just really trying to present well in front of the camera, mm-hmm. and like outside of that, they just hate each other's goods. That's so sad. Anyways, but yes. Um. Okay. So that's them. And I guess you gave us Bachelor, Bachelorette news and Married at First Sight news, mm-hmm. so we're ready to move. Perfect. Let's get into it. Where do we start? Where do we even go with this girl? Let's see. Well, I think three. we... Oh, Carl. Yes. He's, we. He's I forgot good. about him. My goodness. <laughs> um, so well, we left off with Carl just being really strange. Um, he, If you forgot... Um, he was basically saying that, you know, there are people here who are not here for the right reasons. Everyone asked who he said, well, I don't know, you know, just people. He says, I'm not putting anyone on blast, bro. Um, so then they go straight into the roast ceremony. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically Carl does not get a rose. <laughs> I think it was Carl and it was another gentleman. I forgot his name. Hmm. Let me double check because I I really don't like when um, I don't know who's being eliminated. Yeah, and, and I hate because they don't, I don't say know, it. Yeah, like they don't. There's no. There's just like a couple of hugs. I'm not sure mm-hmm. who's hugging who. Um, but let's see. On week three, like I remember, it was an. I believe it was an Asian guy. Um, okay, but I forgot his so name. So Carl went home. Kyle yeah. went home who was a technical recruiter from Fort Lauderdale. And then John went home. That was the Asian guy. Okay, so I got him. So it was Okay, so John, Kyle, and Carl went home. Okay, and then Carl literally, like, didn't even say anything to her. He just, like, kind of awkwardly stood there. He didn't even hug her. He just, like, he just walked out. Turned and walked away, which was weird. Do you remember, like, before, right before this rose ceremony that Carl's, like, shadow boxing yes. and Trey's upset? Like, it's really, it's weird. Well, so he was shadow <laughs> like, boxing. And then Trey, who I'm going to mention again in the next episode, was so passionate and was just so angry and so upset. Trey has a lot of emotions. Like, oh, it's exasperating. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Carl was walking around shadow boxing. I guess, was he thinking that he was going to fight someone? I, I'm reading mania um with him <laughs> i'm just not really sure but you know in that situation i guess the only thing we <laughs> kind of skipped over was mike p gave the speech about carl um oh my God. to to katie at, at the rose ceremony there's like all this politicking drama mm-hmm. cattiness going on with these people <sighs> and everyone wants to be a hero um and Katie's listening to all of it. She asks everyone if they feel the same and then excuses herself. Then she talks to Tasha and Caitlin and tells them she planned to keep Carl. And, you know, God. And of course, ultimately, Carl goes home and doesn't say goodbye to anyone. These guys, I don't know with these guys. It just feels like um, high school, like camp, the way they interact with each other. Like they're close and they turn on one and they turn on another. And I don't, I don't know. 
what what to say i mean they they all feel like they have a lot of emotions like it's just i don't Mm, know it's weird like they feel very young to me they are very young a lot of her guys are like 26 yeah but it's like yes it shows um because they're just kind of all over the place and i'm I'm not really into it yeah it's 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 difficult to watch and then she feeds into it i think and i'm not sure exactly (laughs) why it feels like she's in more control of the show than matt had but it's like Mm -hmm. the guys are in control the guys are in control of her show instead of producers being in control of matt's show Mm -hmm. that's true that's true (sighs) Um, so then we basically we end the rose ceremony and we get into our first group date, which is mm-hmm. Aaron, Courtney, James, I don't know who James is, Connor B, David. James is the box guy. Oh, okay, okay. Jay oh, mm-hmm. I like him. Okay, James, Connor B, David, Justin, Thomas, Hunter, and Brendan. Mm-hmm. And so the date card says, Love is about honesty and I need a hundred percent. Yep. And so they get into this room with like a circle of chairs with Nick, who was the bachelor on season 21. And they're all basically going to sit there and talk about their past relationships because love is about honesty. And so Nick is there to hold them accountable about the stories and their past relationships with women, uh, which mm-hmm. I, I, I was like, okay, cool, whatever. Um, <sighs> so Hunter says that he met a woman and she was the one for him. They wound up getting married and having kids. But then in the midst of that, he shifted priorities and destroyed his family because he was working a lot. And they drifted apart and f- the marriage failed. How did you feel about mm-hmm. the story? <laughs> I really only have one line about it. And it's, it just sums up exactly what you said. He talks about his ex-wife and says he failed at marriage. And then he's crying. Um... <sighs> I don't even have a picture of who Hunter is in my mind, which is, I feel like, sad. Seems like a big moment. I remember he's like, him He's got, like, brown hair, him. like, bushy eyebrows. I think he's kind of short. He's not, like, cute to me. Um, mm, but my... I took a, I took from that, that whole statement was that you need to get your priorities straight. Like, what are you doing there? You have a whole family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean... Like, you got kids. What are you doing there? I think that's probably why he spoke first, because it's, like, heavy on his heart of, like, guilt. Like, like, I'm here to find love now. Is he, though? Like, I was like, this is this is, this is is too much. Um, yeah. So then after that, I think Aaron went. He said he met a girl, and apparently they both had parents who were sick, and it became obligatory. Sure. Um, yeah. I think Again. Dave, did David go after this? He said he chose his career over love. You know, blah, blah. You can tell me whoever um, you want to tell me when next. Okay, great. Uh, Courtney went. He said is there that, a David? Oh, there is a David. Don't have <laughs> yes. any notes on him. David, <laughs> I think he's a black guy. He just kind of gets. Oh, right. Yeah. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. So then Courtney went. Apparently, he did. A, he made a mistake that broke trust. So I was like, so you Quote cheated unquote, on mistake. her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then Thomas goes. <sighs> this man. This Y'all was know, a- <laughs> when we talked about Thomas last. Like we've been on Team Thomas. Yeah. Um, since they like announced who the guys are going to be, and then we have this moment here that just. Go ahead and describe it. And so, don't forget to paint the visuals. It's really confusing because Thomas goes, he's smiling. He says that he wants to be upfront with Katie. 
he's rambling on and on. At one point he says, yeah, you can build a great platform from this. He says he didn't know who Katie was, but he wants to lean into the potential of what could be here. And the feelings he has for Katie are real. And he actually went on a date the week before he left for the show because he came into this not knowing what might happen. It was huh. very confusing because you're supposed to be talking about your past relationships. He, as you can see, he didn't do that. Like he just started talking about how, about what his, what his expectations were for coming into the show. Yeah. Which I, I <laughs> wasn't, the, was wasn't the, the assignment. <laughs> no, you didn't understand what to, what to do here. <laughs> it's almost like similarly to, um, who was it that just started word vomiting? Uh, I don't know him similarly to himself he just starts talking and I'm mm. not I was also like where is he going and then the inappropriate like smiling like what yes. the hell are you so happy about people are crying and you're <laughs> sitting here talking about well I'm just happy to be here blah blah didn't blah didn't know blah. what to expect you know I just I went on a date before the show like and then but smiling. I didn't know who like, Katie Thomas. was but I signed up for the show everybody else knew who Katie was how did you not know who Katie was like what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> it was really confusing. And I think Aaron does like a confessional. And he's like, I have no idea what this guy is talking about. Um, well, we know Aaron has strong feelings after the other guy went home. Yes. But honestly, like in the midst of this, like Katie and Nick didn't say anything. Like I couldn't tell if they were just as confused as everyone, because I think Tom, I think Nick was like, well, thanks for sharing. <laughs> and I'm like, sharing what? Like, exactly. he didn't tell us anything. No, so it was, it really was just, just like crashing and burning. It was it difficult was so to watch. Bad. I was like, Thomas, this is not the look for you. Um, so then after that, I think I have that in my notes that Connor starts to mm -hmm. stop. Connor because, B. Yeah. So he's already crying because he's got quite the story. As what you were supposed to do is tell stories of your past. Um, so basically, he says that he was around 24 or 25 in grad school, miserable. He dropped out and became a musician full time and drank for free until it became mm. a problem. He, you know, became a very angry drunk and people said he was awful and then he'd black out. Um, he cheated on his girlfriend during one of these episodes and he tried to make amends. Um, but they, you know, decided to part ways and then he went to therapy and he says that he is a better man now. Um, mm. So that was cool. Um, so then Katie talks to us about a rape that she experienced or I, I guess oh a sexual God. assault. Mm -hmm. Um, I couldn't, I think maybe just sexual assault. Um, yeah, I have sexual assault written. Yeah. And so she, she gives us a kind of basically consent wasn't there, which is why I yeah, think she wasn't I, able to consent. I think yes, is what, which what is happened. why I assumed rape since. I, I don't know it could have been consent for touching or anything so I'm not sure um, mm. but she said she was so confused that she tried to form a relationship with a guy um, but she couldn't really talk about sex or you know perform after that um, mm -hmm. and so I mean it was an awful story but one that I've heard I'm sure that we've all heard so many times about consent or lack thereof mm -hmm. um, and it was nice to like it was nice for her to, I think, share that on that platform because I do think that I feel like there are still some men or majority men out there who don't really understand, like, what consent is and, like, why it's important. 
and even the guys even the guys who were there were like oh my god that's so sad and i'm like honestly i think statistics show that probably two or three of y'all in this group have probably not like had consent with Mm -hmm. a partner but you know let's i'm not gonna get into that (laughs) but i was just like y'all are all sitting here like shocked and like oh my god i couldn't believe that but like i'm pretty sure y'all have done the same thing um so yeah it was it was it was a moment yeah indeed it was (gasps) (sighs) thank you um so then i think michael a has to go after that i mean like damn what <laughs> what a time. Um and I only have one sentence cuz he's already told us that he lost his wife and became a single parent. Yeah. So that was yeah, that. I have him talking to Oh yeah, he does talk about that in the group. My, and yeah. you thought he was leaving. Look at him still around. Against some good old I don't know. There's some men on here who I'm like I think <laughs> your priorities um should not be here, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, he tells the guys while they're I guess working out or on this little platform thing about his wife they were together for 17 years the only woman he's ever loved which i'm like dude that's again that's why i'm like this is the- <sighs> I yeah i mean i'm a little confused because they've known each other for so long she went so quick and now he's here which i guess if he's determined like he's healed that's up to him mm-hmm. or like between him and katie if they make it that far but i don't know that's a, a lot 17 years yeah, seventeen. That is a very long time. Yeah, that's the only one we've ever loved. The only one we've ever like kissed and well, like. And that's what's so confusing to me is that he's on the show like saying these things about Katie about wow I haven't felt this way in a long time and I'm like this feels strange. Yeah, I'm hoping it's not. I'm hoping he's not like forcing it. You know, like really just wanting to be better and. Mm. I don't know if he's, like, gone through, like, all of his grief processes to really be in a space, too. I think, like, right now, like, it's new, it's fresh, it's fun, yeah, but seriously, are you ready for, like, she's wanting an engagement, so. Right, exactly, exactly. Like It's not just, like, we married. can date for a few years. Yes, like, she wants to get married, so. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so then, we'll to- after the group date. Yeah, so this is the evening time, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah so katie is wearing like some sort of like blazer over her dress that was mm-hmm. weird she has um, some interesting fashion choices she does do uh, they have a stylist they usually do so i don't know what maybe the style i don't know they usually do have a stylist so i don't know what's happening hmm. but something's not happening um so then all i have is that she gives I have that she gives the rose to Michael A, the single dad. I don't know if conversations <laughs> had all. before that. Yes. I didn't even like attempt to even listen to any of that stuff. Okay, so what happened? She speaks with Justin first, then she speaks with Connor B. Then she speaks with Thomas and he's he Oh, I have like, I have those notes for sure. I have that. Okay. And then Connor B gets the rose. Or no. What are you talking about? So I think I have, I think Michael A. got the rose, but then I think some conversations, I don't know, actually, because my notes about Thomas are after that. So, yeah, so I have notes about that. I I think I took these in order, hopefully. So, Thomas says, I didn't ask for you, which I thought that was like, that's a strange thing to say to someone when you're trying to impress them. She asked him about his list of red flags because of 
the things he said during the group date, she's like, Mm -hmm. can you fill me in on like, you know, your history, your past, whatever. He's like, I'll tell you anything, but doesn't tell her anything at all. He just dodges (laughs) the question. (laughs) It was so strange. It was just very awkward conversation between them. Um, That kind of ends, I guess. Aaron has his turn to talk to Katie. And while Aaron is talking to Katie, Thomas re-enters the room and begins like pacing in the background. Just <laughs> like, can I talk to her so while she's weird. talking to someone? Just make it uncomfortable. Then he actually interrupts Aaron and he starts speaking again. He's just talking like he does, like word vomiting. He's doing that weird Cheshire smile again. didn't make any sense. Like it's still. It's I know, but fear. then they kissed, and I was like, "What the hell are you doing?" It's about fear and love, and his heart was heavy. He needed to express where he's coming from, but he didn't express what he was coming from. Like he said, he just nothing. uses a lot of strong language, and I think like the the quality of his words is good. And I think that's why she keeps like getting sucked in because he's mm-hmm. not speaking plainly, but <laughs> she should know like he's not speaking pl- like he's speaking in riddles to me. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Why am I kissing him? Um, so there was that, I think, you know, now that you mentioned, like, um, taking notes and things, the way they edit this is very broken up. It's not yes chronological. Yes. And so because I think that right, does make it hard. Because right after that, they break to, like, the guys at home. And that's when it's announced that Michael A. gets the one-on-one date. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. they go back and they cut back to Thomas. And I'm yes. just like, wait. Yes. Like, you guys. Yeah, so it then, doesn't. It's pretty bad. It's so weird. And then they go back and Thomas is telling the guys, um, because they were very upset that um, he like he's he's, falling in love. Yeah. He said that he, he, no, he told the guys that he told her he was falling in love. I did not hear him say that. I didn't have that note either. Okay. So then Aaron (laughs) is like, you're full of shit. (laughs) Exactly. And, and then, I think Thomas says something like you can't have fear with love or it was just so strange Thomas being Thomas. And so now he says that he's here for a wife and I was just like, LOL. I don't know what's going on with Thomas. I- I'm really concerned because yeah. it doesn't, I don't know if he realizes like what's wh- what he's saying is, is not making any sense. Like I'm wondering if he's like super anxious or like uncomfortable. He seems uncomfortable, but it's also like he can't stop himself. I don't, I don't know. And Just something's not right here. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Ultimately, Connor B ends up getting the group date rose. Mm-hmm. And then we go back into the date with Michael. And then we go kind of <laughs> on and off between Michael and the guys. Yes. Talking. Um, yeah. It's very choppy. They're on an adventure doing some sort they're of like. Dune buggies. Yeah. They're having kissing. fun. And then you go back to Thomas and he's. I don't know. They're just, lobbying to get rid of Thomas. They're just yes. sitting there talking all the shit in the world. Um, I think at some point he says that he thought about possibly being the next Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guys are just like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. And I'm like, oh, you guys. Um, and then that was literally it. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> kind of where it ended. I mean, she does offer Michael the, the rose for his individual date. And Michael tells her about his wife. Um, so there was that nice moment between them i guess mm-hmm. um and they shared some some kisses and things like that but then like we're back at the thomas drama and the guys are confronting him they're saying things like we feel like you've been fraudulent and that you're manipulating us and you're manipulating katie and have you thought about being the bachelor and this idiot's like yeah i have you know 
Yeah. And I guess here's my thing. Who there has not thought about that? Because I feel like I understand why they're upset, but I feel like could it be a smidge of projection? Because I, I, I don't think it's, it's crazy to think that out of these guys, I mean, someone might be The Bachelor. Someone will be probably right. this season. Yeah. And so for me, I'm just like, you guys, The Bachelor is losing and The Bachelor, it's losing its, its, its feel. Like it's losing a lot of its luster because, you know, yeah. we're just not that into it anymore. So for him to say that, you know, he was thinking about his image and platform, I feel like that's pretty logical thinking because who there is really going on to fall in love? Well, I, th- I would think like, if you're like, oh, that's Katie's going to be the next bachelorette. I would really like to meet her. Like I could see you coming with that perspective of just about her, but him saying, I didn't know who she was. Like I just showed up here. Well, and I guess I understand that because he's like, I don't really know who she is. Like I saw her on the show, but like, I don't really know who she is as a person. I don't know if we're going to connect or not. But at least who's casting this, though, like, how are you going to sign up to fall in love with somebody that you haven't even like don't have an idea of them? Why would you show up if you're not sure if you're even interested? Well, I think Thomas was thinking of like, I think strategically, I think that's what he was probably that's that's his downfall. He's being strategic and it's not reading as sincere. Well, and I guess I get I get it, I guess. Like, I don't think that means, I don't think that makes him less sincere because he was thinking of plan B as well. And I just think it's really weird that all these men are like ganging up on him when I'm pretty sure some of them have thought about the same thing. Yeah, I'm sure they have. I don't think any of them would admit it, though. That's why I'm saying I think that's his downfall. He's like, in some moments, too honest. Yeah, or... I think he was just too honest. He was too real for these men. Because even Courtney's like, I thought he was a good dude, but really he's just a good talker. And I'm like, oh, my God, you guys. Like, a baby. That's not... I'm like, Courtney, I don't even know who you are. Like, you've been Aww. on the show for four weeks, and I think I've heard five sentences. I, I like him. I don't think he's going far, but I, I do no. think he's, like, a nice, sweet little boy. <laughs> He reminds me like a younger cousin. That's exactly what you want, huh? It's a sweet little boy. It's not what I want. It just reminds me like, that's my little cousin. That's little bro bro. Oh, my God. Um, Just just there. So then after that, we get our second group date. um, And this one is going to be a lot more fun. Uh, It's looking to see who has a sense of humor. Uh, Mm -hmm. Tasha and Caitlin announced that it's going to be an emotional roller coaster called Katie's Truth or Dare. Did you get notes of who's actually on this date? I didn't see a date card. For I didn't see a date card either. It. So I was just like, I guess we don't need to know their names anymore. So there are some people <laughs> in my notes. It's like blank does blank. Yes. Because like we get it. We get like four. I'm sorry. There are five dares because I took notes on all of them. Okay. So on the first dare, you have to eat an entire plate of Twinkies. And this was Mike because. He was the gym owner, and I was like, yes, damn. that's the virgin gym owner. I was There's like, some- is he really going to eat all these fucking carbs? And he literally says, I haven't had a carb in seven years. Yeah, it's 5,400 carbs on this Tower of Twinkies. Gross. And under the other domes, this carb station thing, there's, like, pasta and cake and mashed oh potatoes God. with gravy. This it's is, like, so this whole station. so gross. It's gagging. Yeah. Was there um, any truths in this truth or dare game? Or was no, because I realized that the truths apparently were in the evening time, but they didn't really like do anything. Oh, 
Because she kept saying, you know, it's time for our truth. You know, I want you guys to bring your truths. But like they didn't. There was no like game for truths. Okay. All right. Make it make so, yeah. sense. Yeah. I mean, and it still doesn't make sense. I was like, so it's just dares. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then dare two was the guys had to whisper sweet nothings in Katie's ear for one minute. Uh, and they had this like huge ear that had like a, I guess like a, um, I guess a microphone that they could listen to elsewhere. Yeah, they could listen to. And I think who went first? I think it was Andrew. Andrew. S. Yes, yeah, Andrew S. went accent. first, and he was just talking about just nonsense. <laughs> was funny. He's silly. Uh, and then Greg goes, but he doesn't think that they're listening, so he just starts talking about the states. It was weird. He's like. I don't know. He puts on this weird accent too, but he's like, I want to take you to like Florida. Like, I don't think everything's just, bigger in Texas. And I'm like, this is really weird. This is cringy, but they obviously heard him. And right. Katie called out about Florida, which was, I don't know. It's it weird. weird. And then Dare Four is a waxing station, which I honestly, waxing is a little dangerous. Like if you don't pull the right way, like, you could actually get burned. So I was shocked that they were letting them do this like on their own. Um, was it, do you think it was like hot wax or was it like sugaring? I'm pretty sure it was hot wax. I don't know if I would let an untrained person. That's what I'm saying. I was like, are y'all really wax? And then like, (laughs) it looked like he did his like crack. (laughs) Well, Trey got his butt waxed by David. I think is who, was it David? I think it was, no, it was David's black guy. So it wasn't David. This was another guy. I can't remember his name. All I remember is that he says, and a one and a two and a what would he do? And then he pulls that was cute. But like, if you've ever gotten waxed, you know, you're supposed to like prep the area. Like, yes. Like you can't just throw some wax on there and then just pull it off. But I looked when Andrew S did it and like barely any hair came off. So I, I don't think they really, I don't even, maybe it wasn't hot enough, (laughs) but I don't think like they were doing much. Maybe there's like a professional nearby who's like, (laughs) now I've prepped it. Now just go ahead and put the pull the thing off because like, i didn't so. see anybody actually putting the wax on because i've gotten you know, they just like got to pull it i've gotten like a wax burn before because they didn't mm. pull right so like i was just like you guys you can't just be pulling can't just pull wax off people and it, <sighs> it's okay um so that was the fourth wax <laughs> and then the fifth year was like a pepper challenge i was so tired i was like this is so fucking stupid y'all like yeah. i was like I'm, eat two habaneros and propose your love to uh, katie i'm like you guys this is not Which, good production i don't know it's weird they're like in the habaneros and people are crying <laughs> and stuff like that and then greg proposes to katie and he says i love you which i'm like what the hell this is like not what is that happening this is not that moment greg um, <laughs> during the challenge yeah trey doesn't really i like trey's speech um it just seems a bit more he's like growing on me in this moment not all the time but (laughs) gotta put a disclaimer there for him but like i was like oh this sounds well thought out and like appropriate as opposed to greg's i love you so yeah it was weird um i don't know katie's like eating it up is these you know (laughs) sometimes when i watch like I think we've talked about this before. I like to watch like game shows and competition shows. And I really appreciate it when it's um, 
competitive like mm-hmm. a great like strategic game but like what the hell eat two peppers and tell me <laughs> you love me <laughs> that's the best we could do well that's what i'm thinking like with production i'm like you guys need to look at some of these other dating shows like a too hot to handle a love island oh, a temptation to island because they know how to do some activities okay yeah i mean are, even big brother which i feel like are low level yeah. activities but like there's a lot of, like endurance and stamina and like a quick google search <sighs> can give us something better than eat two peppers and propose to me with this giant fake dollar tree ring like my god <sighs> really is a lot to be desired in. i don't i don't love the group dates i know they're at like these resorts and they're, they're so they're big <laughs> They're at these resorts, and maybe they're limited on what they can do, but we can definitely do better. Like, we could have sat around and just played trick or dare, and it probably would have been more entertaining than that. I agree. Like, it's really time to, like, shake the table here, you guys. Like, because this is no shake no table. large no, no, group dates of them doing these these not-so things are just, it's it's just not landing like it landed 10 years ago. So mm. I don't know. They I were was, doing this ten years ago. This yes. is not the advancement of where they were. They doing. This literally is... like they've been doing this show since like ninety seven, ninety eight. But I mean, like, have nothing these has little changed. Group dates always okay. Well, nothing has changed. Mm. That's why I'm like, we got we got to move and shake with the times, you guys. And like this pepper that challenge nice. isn't gonna work. Um. So mm. then after that, uh, it's the evening time. Katie's wearing this like sparkly long sleeved like mini Sequin dress, suit dress. Yeah, I actually didn't mind this. I was like, it feels a, a smidge uh, more fancy. Feels I like an know. improvement to you. It was kind of an improvement, but it was also kind of random. I, I like when the wardrobe kind of tells a story. You know, I like everything to kind of flow together, and her pieces feel like they're coming from like completely different closets sometimes mm, yeah so I, I just don't really understand um yeah so then my favorite it's not I, I mean it was i i thought that i could have probably pulled it off but hmm. it's not my style but i could I, I don't think it fits the vibe of this though like no like and i think that's I what i was trying to outfit. say it's like misplaced yeah because it's like it felt way more i could see that maybe like in a different venue, but you're in the desert. And I know it's cold yeah. at night, but I think some desert wear, again, a quick Google search, like who's helping her? Fashion. There is no help. Like, I, I just don't understand. Um, so then Andrew S. takes her off first. Um, they're in like a little room huh. with Tell a sofa and some food. Um, at first she says it feels like payback for the plates of carbs he had to eat but it's actually tacos and then some like random candy um apparently she likes taco bell so they ate some tacos and i don't know it looked really gross i um, did not like this it was, like, it was like taco bell and then like lunchables like little ritz crackers with the little square cheese and little circle water ham things i was like and you then guys. like some candy sprinkled out and we're at a resort right like surely he says they're a foodie like he's a foodie and she's a foodie i'm like taco bell's not taco bell lunchables do not make you a foodie but overall i guess the date was good so i was like okay they kissed after that i was like y'all just ate tacos (laughs) katie kisses everybody so a lot of mouth and beef and onions (laughs) oh my god 
Overall, I'm feeling okay about Andrew S. in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that. he's he's thoughtful, because nobody else had anything. Mm-hmm. Like, when they That's true. I her. liked that. And then we get it. We get into a Trey and Andrew S. like heated conversation. Yeah. Did um, you see who met with her after Andrew? Some white guy. I don't. Remember. Okay. My note was someone. Period. <laughs> Next <bullet>. Someone. <laughs> someone. I just said it was a white gentleman. I'm not sure who it was. <laughs> okay. And then she checks in with Greg very briefly. Yeah. Um, brief. She says she's impressed by him and she's starting to fall for him and they kiss. Mm-hmm. And then we get to Trey versus <sighs> Andrew, which seems weird. I hadn't noticed them having like any strong interactions before, but this episode is really highlighted. Yeah. And so Trey's basically telling the whole group that he thinks that they should tell Katie that Thomas isn't here for the right reasons. And so. Andrew S. is pretty much like, look, it's not my concern. I'm only focused on my relationship with Katie and no mm-hmm. one else. And honestly, that is usually the sentiment for, like, probably all the men that I've, like, ever been with is that I'm not about to talk to someone about their relationship. Like, I mind my business and I stay in my lane. Yeah. Um, and basically, it's for her to figure out. And I actually kind of agreed with Andrew S. on some of the things he was saying because I, too, would be like, this is none of my business. I'm not about to, like bring drama to you like i'm like that's just not who i am so then trey says that you know thomas is getting roses that he shouldn't be getting and you know we have to tell her what's going on and i'm she's just so passionate about it trey was just so dripping with feeling and emotion and it was just really uncomfortable for me yes i think well, something else that Trey said, and I'm not sure when exactly he said it, because we're kind of checking back on this conversation between them the whole rest of the mm-hmm. episode. But at some point, Trey says, um, like, he makes it about getting the rose. Like, yeah, if I tell like, her this, I'll I can get, get the rose. Yeah, essentially. When I was like, is that the right reason? I mean, it's, it's sounding like he identifies with Thomas, who is there thinking strategically. Like, Trey, you're thinking strategically as well because you're thinking of what you can get from telling her this information. It's yeah, not that you're so trying to protect her. You're trying to protect yourself. Exactly. And that didn't sit well with me. But with that, I was kind of like with Andrew, like, okay, well, like, I feel like on one side of me, I feel like, okay, she should know. But, like, at the same time, why is it your mission to tell her? Mm-hmm. Because... In this, we're only on week four, and right. so far, almost every week, someone has tattletailed on someone else. Yes, and I say tattletale because that's what they're, they're just like tattletaling. Like, like he said gun. this, and he's thinking this, and I don't like him, and he's manipulated. And what kills me is that Katie was in the room when Thomas yeah. said what he said. So it's like you're telling her information; she already fucking heard it. So it was just like it just felt very like. Just not girly, but it was just like, oh, I got Kenny. No, it's catty. Thomas is wanting, oh, Thomas wants to be the bachelor. Like, I hated it. And that's why I kind of agree with Andrew, because he was just like, it's none of my business. But then Andrew kind of took it a step further and was like, oh, well, this is, there's going to be a ripple effect. It's going to look badly on all of us. And I didn't understand mm. what he meant by that. And he couldn't really explain it. Yeah, I think he was saying, like, because in the past when someone's told something, then it kind of takes over the rest of the night. Like, she doesn't want to have the cocktail party. And then she's focusing on that person. And she's talking, that person's getting extra time. And then she's having to follow with other people. It just really, like, I see what he means. Like, it does. that's true. It does take away from all of them. 
because it's yeah. drama. So then Trey goes in to talk with Katie. I realize at this moment that I'm very unattracted to him. Um, because to his, his to, to Trey, I'm so unattracted. Oh, okay. Um, his mm. faces of excitement. Did you feel when, like you were over? Did you feel like you were attracted at one point? No, <laughs> but okay. I realize okay. in this moment that I'm very <laughs> unattracted because just the excitement in his faces. And I say faces because there were there were so many faces. He's expressive. Like, yeah, it was just a lot, and I don't like it when I, I don't like when men are in mess. And I don't like mm. when they're there to, like, talk about someone else, you know, pull attention from themselves to someone else. That is so unattractive to me, unattractive mm-hmm. to me. So seeing his face and then hearing what he's saying, I'm like, man, I can't even look at the screen because I'm just so perplexed. So yeah. he tells Katie that, you know, she needs all the information available and there's someone who we all feel may not be here for you. That's he the says, other thing. OK, why do we have to speak for everybody? And he literally says the stories of 15 other guys, like 15. And then he says Is a that pattern. counting Andrew a, or not counting? I think he's Andrew. counting Andrew. And then the pattern of manipulative behavior. I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Like, it's just I so mean, much. There's so, a lot of dudes caping. And I don't know. Girl, I mean, it's so unattractive. So then, you know, Katie's taking all this information in. You know, she appreciates him for, um, I guess telling her that or whatever Mm -hmm. um and then he goes back outside and tells the guys that he told katie and that it was a good conversation and andrew s is still holding his holding his point down and he's like you know y'all say y'all don't want drama and yet here you are kind of creating it Mm -hmm. um and he thinks that there will be a sort of ripple effect after that and trey says i'm buzzing (sighs) <sighs> he's he's feeling really good about himself um at some <sighs> point in all of this okay hold on yeah try after he gets the group date rose um because it worked his little plot worked great andrew's super annoyed can't even look and then we get to Tasha somehow shows yeah. up to talk to katie so i guess that night kind of ends with all the guys and someone gets the group day rose, whatever, whatever. Tasha shows up to talk to Katie. Very briefly, she tells her, someone from her past, someone from my past wants to meet you. They're very excited for you. She vouches for him. She doesn't tell Katie who it is. Plot twist or spoiler alert, it's Blake from, he was on Claire's season and then on Tasha's season. Is that correct? I guess so. I don't remember him on Tasha's season. So Okay, so when I Googled, because I was like, I don't know. I don't know where he's coming from, but I did see that um, he was on Claire's season, which on Tasha's season as well as Claire's. I do not remember this man. <laughs> I kind of remember his face, but aside from that, like he doesn't doesn't stand out to me. Yeah, and so basically he's coming in. Oh, that makes sense though. Okay, because she was like or. Katie said he's dated two bachelorettes, but he was only on one season. Oh, yeah, But there were two different bachelorettes the same season. Yeah, because Claire's season was cut short because of her shenanigans. So then he... Yeah, Claire and Tasha were the same season. Okay, okay, I get it. Okay. Um, I see now. So then Katie is, like, she's kind of scared to, like, disrupt some relationship she's already formed. Um, Mm -hmm. But she already knew who Blake was when she's, like, when... I guess later on, or... 
No, when I she think when she when she when she tells her it's Blake, she's like, "Oh, I remember Blake or something." So I guess she already. Yeah, they had been. He'd been in her DMs. Yeah, is what she said. Yeah, um, which I was like, "That's interesting." I, mm. I too was like, "That's very interesting, actually." What's that about? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, he'd been in her DMs, and she was familiar with him, and now she's going to meet him. Um, he essentially, like, when they meet up wherever they're at in the desert, they're, like, having some nice banter, I guess, between them. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then it's, it's like he's selling himself to her. Like, he's like, I'm definitely in it to make an engagement if we make it that far, which I'm like, are you still, are you, is that what you're offering? That's what you have to offer. Yeah. That's your, (laughs) your in. Okay. I was. I mean, it's it's weird to me to start off with that. Like, I'm looking to make an engagement. Like, I just meeting you in person for the first time. Honestly, I don't like it when they pull people in midway. Like, it's so weird to me. Like, they did it on that season, and I was just like, why Mm -hmm. couldn't they just all start at the same time? Yeah, I don't know because it seems like. I mean, I knew Katie was going to be bachelorette. Tasha knew. Yeah, I don't know why why we're just not fine I, it's just it was annoying i was like why you gotta and then you bring someone in and i think they think that that creates drama mm. does it create drama it does i guess but yeah because the guys are like well who is this coming in halfway well i guess if you get rid of carl and someone else <laughs> then like we need some more drama <laughs> so yeah guess we got to keep this show moving along oh my gosh um so know. then after that I think Andrew S. Um, and, and Thomas have a conversation because Thomas is totally like he's completely with ostr- ostracized from the group. No one really talks to him, which kind of makes me feel kind of bad for him because I feel like mm-hmm. I, I just don't know. I mean, I get that he was very honest, but like I feel like this is a bit much. Um, mm-hmm. And so from that conversation, all I got is that Thomas was just like he just says that he said the truth and this is just the outcome. At this point. Yeah. I was like, look at him owning it. Yeah, she's just like, I mean, this is just what it is. Um, so yeah. then after that, um, everyone's getting dressed for the, I guess, the rose ceremony. And so Thomas goes up to talk to Katie. And I didn't Trying really, to get ahead of it. Yeah. And it was just, I didn't really get anything from that conversation. Okay. Um, it was essentially beautiful media training. It was, you know, well-worded as expected from him. Um, and he says there are some men who have no intention of being the, or no, I'm sorry. Katie said there are some men here who have no intention of being the bachelor. Mm. They have this weird little, uh, talking over each other. Yeah. It was just like you guys. Yeah. Where he's like, he's doing damage control and she's like, uh, let me finish talking. Blah, blah, blah. It wasn't as, um, wasn't the greatest I've heard. Like, I'm speaking, but whatever. <laughs> um, and so they kind of end in this weird place where it doesn't look like he's cleaned anything up at all. Like, no. she's she's over it. She's um, over it and over him. Yeah. Then we hear from Connor B, and he was saying, like, I liked Thomas, but then I started feeling confused about Thomas at one point, um, which I'm like, well, you're not dating him, so. Right. Not sure if it's relevant, but also as Thomas was talking to Katie – like, I don't know if you were, like, watching him, but there's, like, no emotion in his eyes. It's- well, and that's why I'm so concerned. Like, there's nothing there. Yeah. 
So it's, I don't know if like he's uncomfortable or if he like is a sociopath. Like I'm really confused because there's nothing. I, I get nothing from him. Yeah. He's just like, it's like a performance almost. Yeah. And I think he mentions at some point, I don't know if I took notes of where it happened, but at one point he was saying like, I was just trying to be like what I should be for everybody or who I should be for everybody, which is just not authentic. Yeah. Um, if you're trying to say all the right things to Katie and say all the right things to the guys, like it's not gonna, it's not gonna read as no. real. I mean, he totally just made a mess of this. Yeah, and even the, so, he finishes talking to her. It's fucking midnight. Yeah. And that's insane. You remember, this is supposed to be like cocktail hour before the rose ceremony, which I would imagine cocktail hour at Bro, the latest, like seven midnight. Or eight. I would be like asleep. Like y'all wake exactly. me up when we figure. <laughs> Let this me out. know. Leave the rose at the foot of my bed if I got one. Otherwise, I'll be out of here in the morning. But so the guys are pissed. Andrew's really not happy now because he knew this was going to happen. Um, Katie comes out. She apologizes to Thomas that he feels ostracized and then begins to have the one-on-one time with the guys. So it's after midnight and we're just now getting our individual time. <laughs> God. Who the hell is going to be able to focus on that? Because I'm ready for I've been doing this fucking cocktail hour all day. And this cocktail hour is typically an hour traditionally it's just an hour it's quick it's just for cocktails before the main event (sighs) so her and michael are connecting they kiss some guys didn't even get time um that's it's just i they are they're rushing it at this point um i think Cordy didn't get time to talk to her and some other people didn't get time as well and then we kind of just start the rose ceremony (sighs) do you want to expand on the rose ceremony oh before we even start the rose ceremony we start the rose ceremony and then we hear from thomas again because he it he takes up so much space goodness he interrupts the rose ceremony before it even starts yeah and he says i honestly didn't really understand what he said it was more of the same um exactly it was was literally what he just told her in the room and so i was just like you didn't like you know you're about to leave so like yeah there's no need for you to do this um he kind of like apologizes to her and then tries to throw in an apology to the guys as well but it's not anything we haven't heard him say before yes exactly um so then basically hunter she she starts the rose ceremony after his strange Mm -hmm. um his strange uh, sentence that he said. <laughs> and so then Hunter goes, Hunter gets the first rose. Um, and then it's Greg, Justin, Brendan, Andrew S, Aaron, Mike P, James, Josh, and Courtney. And then Andrew I think, M. and then Andrew M. And then she calls Thomas's name. And so all the guys are like, <gasps> Oh my God, Thomas is getting a rose. And then I think she's just like, you've been unkind to people and you've been manipulative. Did she say you've been manipulative? She said selfish, unkind, and a liar. Yeah, which I was just like, well, damn. I mean, this feels like a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, he leaves. But I just, honestly, I I don't think it had to be that dramatic. And I I don't really know if he needed to leave. Like, I feel like there was something, I don't know. I'm torn. 
Yeah, she says your bachelor audition ends tonight, so get out. I was just it's like, just... girl. <sighs> mm-hmm. It just so, felt. It just felt very dramatic. Yeah. So Thomas leaves. In addition to Thomas, um, we lost Christian, who's a real estate agent from Boston, Massachusetts. <clears throat> I don't even remember him. Um, we lost David, the technical product product specialist from Nashville. Oh, the black also, guy. Yeah, he. Okay, yeah, he didn't get any any screen time. <laughs> um, and then we lost Connor C, who was he's the other Connor who also doesn't get any screen time. Mm. Um, so those are the people we lost. And then right after, it seemed to me right after this whole thing with Thomas walking out, the scene just changed, and she's just like left the rose ceremony is walking down the hallway yes like all of a sudden we're cutting to like her like <laughs> booking it down the hallway i was like did um, she say goodbye isn't it late isn't it like four i would think it's like one now? or two a.m and so then she goes to Knox on uh blake's door and so he opens it i think the man had just gotten out the shower i'm like at I two a.m like naked and asleep and... Or, or possibly or possibly so and so he's just like hey can i like oh yeah he might have been asleep because he was like can i put some clothes on and get a mint for my mouth and i was just like damn this man has been asleep i mean it's <laughs> fucking late <laughs> what else would you be doing in the hotel by yourself and then she's got the fucking camera crew there i'm like girl this is nuts <laughs> it's it's a, that's one thing about this show they will let it be a mess and not re- have any regrets about it yeah um it's, so it's mm, yeah so essentially he gets the rose that she was holding like the final rose that she had for when she called thomas to the front right but, yeah great and that's kind of where we end off is that correct yes that's it um oh. i mean it wasn't i don't know i i just i feel like this whole thing with thomas it just felt just for drama like it felt orchestrated by production i don't even think it had to be that serious i mean i know he said what he said but i was just like did we have to take it to this far like all the guys plotting against him like it was just a lot yeah it is a lot and i i just don't know i would be curious to hear from y'all about how y'all are feeling about this season i know it's a little bit different because the normal host has exited the franchise um who shall remain nameless but like mm-hmm. do, are y'all enjoying this this still i mean i'm i'm very curious how michelle's season's gonna go but like is this entertaining for y'all because it's really hard for me to get through like yeah, i'm trying to figure out like i like katie but there's something i think this show could be a lot better and i think because we watch a lot of other um like mm. reality dating shows that are way more entertaining yeah. Um, this almost feels like a snooze to me. So I am mm. curious, you know, I'm going to post yeah. some things on Instagram just to get, you know, the engagement going to see if you guys are enjoying this. Um, if yeah. there are any other reality dating shows that you like that are doing it right, you know, share that with mm. us. Cause I'm definitely, I think we're, we're trying to figure out, you know, when, when does this buck stop? You know, when does the train, <laughs> when do we get off the train, you know, or when does yeah. the train come to a stop, a, a complete stop? I mean, I wasn't really <laughs> wanting to get on the train. Um, but the Merit at First Sight kickoff special will be on the 14th. Mm-hmm. And the first episode will air on the 21st. So I guess we'll... 
I don't know if we're going to cover the kickoff special. Do we need to do that? Or? I don't think we are, because it's usually that man that I don't really care for. Um, oh, right. The matchmaking special, that's the one I want to cover, I think. Yeah, Maybe. yeah, yeah. yeah that's we'll, we'll probably on the 7th. That. That's this week. Yeah. Oh, that's this? Damn. The matchmaking special, then they have the kickoff special, then they have the oh. actual episode. I know. It's a mess. Lord. Okay, we're going to have to figure that off off screen, what we're going to cover. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Um, so... I mean, it's been two weeks since our last, um, what we've been watching. I mm-hmm. mean, lots has changed. But we've had a, a lot of rest and recovery. And so we haven't been watching, watching a yes. bunch of TV while we've been vacationing. We've obviously been trying to be present on vacation. Indeed. However, um, during my vacation, my friends and I uh, started watching <laughs> a gem of a show oh, entitled Jocelyn's Cabaret. Which is currently, I believe, on the Zeus Network. What um, is the Zeus Network? Who owns that? The Zeus Network, I think, is uh, like a streaming service. I'm not sure who owns it. It is $4.99 okay. a month, but I have, I can't, I, I haven't purchased it yet, you You're, guys. Oh, I was going to say you're um, paying for the Zeus. Network. I don't think I can pay for this because the shows on there. I mean, besides Jocelyn's Cabaret, there's Baddies ATL, uh, One oh. Mo Chance. Um, and some other shows that I'm just not really familiar with. But Jocelyn's Cabaret is phenomenal, you guys. This is reality TV. Um, and it basically is about a chronicle of the everyday life of Jocelyn Hernandez as she struggles to launch a cabaret show princess. in Miami. And she was, you would probably recognize her from Love and Hip Hop. Um, I didn't watch Love and Hip Hop, but I always used to see clips of her. I actually knew I can watch that. I did not. I can't. I don't like their confessionals where they're standing in front of like a screen. I don't like it. The green screen. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Like the, I don't like the confessionals, and they're always like acting in the confessionals. It's too. It's too much for me. Oh, um, so entertaining. But Jocelyn, oh my gosh, you guys, this cabaret show. I remember my friend and I were watching the first episode, and I was just like, "So what's, like, what's? Why would I do this? Like, if I'm a stripper." Or if I'm walking the track, as Jocelyn puts it, which is, you know, sex work. Um, And I'm getting a lot of money. And she wants me to come in and do a cabaret show where I don't take off my clothes. And I don't strip, but I just dance around. And I don't make as much money as I could be stripping or walking the track. Why would I do that? Oh, I didn't know the premise of this show. So what are they doing? Just trying so to be like they're a just, cabaret? Yeah, it's just a cabaret Literally. where they don't, yeah, where they don't like, you know, they don't show anything. They're not stripping. It's supposed to be like, you know, getting away from like that street life, you know, that, you Interesting. Know, I didn't get that at all from any, any thing <laughs> You I wouldn't. Saw. I mean, that's what she said. <laughs> and so that's why I was like, Jocelyn, I'm getting conflicting messaging here because you're saying, okay. you know, you don't want them to do those things. You want them to make honest money, but they're not... But who's going to pay for a cabaret show? So I don't really know if, like, if this whole point is In Miami, is truly, she wants to do a cabaret girl, show. in Miami. And then the next <laughs> season, their season two is in Atlanta. I'm like, this doesn't make they any sense, They got clear for season Jocelyn. two? Do people yes. still go to cabarets? Cabaret seems like a very Vegas thing to go that's to. What I'm, that's not. what I'm trying to understand. In Miami? I'm, you can see titties for free Or in, in Atlanta. Yeah. So I'm just, okay. I'm a little confused wow. about the premise. I don't really know if this cabaret is like for real or if this is just her chance of like to make some more money. Um, but it is so great, you guys. So I would definitely recommend five. The first episode I think is on YouTube. And then they took off the other two and put them on fucking Zeus. I'm so mad. 
Um, but if anyone has a Zeus account and they want to share with me, um, DM me on Instagram, please. Thank you. <laughs> um, I was just going to look real quickly and see if there's a Jocelyn to, to watch that. <laughs> it looks like you watch it on Sling, on Fubo. I might try Philo. if any of those things have like a free trial. I may see if Sling has a free trial because I have to see the rest of the show. Yeah, I have Sling. I don't have it. Somebody else pays for it. I use Sling. God damn it. <laughs> <sighs> but you okay. guys, I Maybe. mean, it really, it's its so good. And honestly, Jade, you should watch it. Okay. <sighs> she's not my favorite person. She's not I either, watched but she's her so all through our love and hip hop. And she's I so just. Funny. And like the things she say, I'm like, girl, what are you saying? Like she was talking to the girls and she was like, make sure y'all are VSP for the event. And they were just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> English is not her first language. It's clearly not. French. I mean, I know she said that she speaks, I mean, she thinks in Spanish, but I'm like, you've been here since you were six. No, she hasn't. That's what she says. What? When I looked up her Wikipedia. Which is not a reliable. (laughs) For Jocelyn Hernandez. (laughs) It said that they moved. Hold on. Let me see what it said. They moved. They moved to. Okay, they were. She was born in Ponce or Ponce, Puerto Rico, '86, and then she moved to Florida at the age of six, along with her mother Carmen, stepfather Luis, her older sister Yanera, and her four brothers Orge, Zell, Carmen, and Louis. So I assume that since she had been in the states since age of six, I would have thought that maybe her English would be better, unless all they did was speak Spanish in Florida. I, I don't. Well, know. you can be in Florida and still be. That's in true, actually. So she may have just been around a whole bunch of Spanish all. But again, at school too. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I we have know. like elementary schools that are like all Spanish. Speaking. That's true. So yeah, know. it says here that her biological father died from a heroin overdose. Wow. Um. Her younger brother had autism, and then from the age of 16, she began stripping in order to provide for her family. Interesting. Huh. So she's, she's been through it, you guys. She's had a life. Yeah. But she's I only, can, like, three I... years older. She's, like, 34. Damn. Hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> so for my what I watched this week, I recently started back on Betty. If you guys don't know what Betty is, it's an HBO show. Um, It's kind of like a comedy series about these female skaters in New York. There's a film that kind of kicked off, or the show is a spinoff of a film. The film is called Skate Kitchen. It was available on Hulu when I watched it. I'm not sure if it still is. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's the same... Most of the same cast from that movie is in the show. So I think there's five girls. It kind of chronicles their, I guess they're like late teenager, early adult years. They're mm-hmm. not in school. Yeah. Um, but they're skating around, trying to make money, trying to make it in the skating world, competing with, not competing, but like, you know, skating is primarily like a male driven sport. Is it called um, skating? But, is what called skating? I mean, I know there, it's like skateboards, but do they call that skating? What else would they call it? Well, when I think of skating, I think of like skating with like the skating shoes, not skateboards. Yeah. What do you call skateboards? I don't know. I'm about to call look it boarding? I'm about to okay. Look okay. If you have whatever, they're using skateboards to skate. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure everyone understood that like they're not skating because like some people are like skating like. Yes, come back. Yes. That's not what this is. These are like skateboarders. Skateboards. They're girl skateboarders. So like, yeah, so like I thought they should have a skateboarding. Yeah, skateboarding. 
Yeah. Is there like okay. a better term though? I don't know. Then I think it's skateboarding sounds like and not skating. Okay. Okay. There's skateboarding um but yeah it just kind of goes through our life the first season was really really great the second season has i'm on the third episode of the second season Mm -hmm. um it just came out in june and so i'm still seeing what's happening all the characters haven't gotten together just yet for me in the in the show and that sometimes can be a little bit of an issue i have like when all the main characters are doing separate things i don't know oh yeah i hate that like I want them to interact together. Um, so I'm waiting to see how it's going to go, but I'm super excited just to have these characters back. I think each character can stand in their own right um, mm-hmm. on this show. They all have their own storylines, but they're meant to mesh together. So pending that, but that's what I've been watching. It's called Betty. It's good. At least watch the first season. I can vouch for that one. It's good. Watch Skate Kitchen if you want to see... Um, kind of where the show started another really cool fact is all these girls on the show they are actual skateboarders in real life um if you look at their instagrams like this is what they do like they're kind Mm -hmm. of acting as themselves um which is really cool except for acting younger of course um but really really love it you've seen it yes yes i watched skate kitchen i watched betty um i was following a few of them on instagram because i'm obsessed with them yeah and just their looks like they're just so beautiful i very i rarely see like black and brown women on skateboards yeah that's another thing i didn't mention they are black and brown women on skateboards so yeah they're just so great i love them there's that but yeah super entertaining um i was watching that for my plane rides um just to kind of pass the time because i had time but yes, um, so we will figure out what we're doing, what we're covering with Married at First Sight. We will let you guys know. Please let us know if you guys are over the Bachelorette because I don't want to do it if I don't have to. Um, and I won't do it if I don't have to. But let us know. We like feedback. We really, really appreciate you guys um, being patient with us as we were on vacation. And hopefully this two for, two for one um, is enjoyable for you guys. And mm-hmm. maybe maybe Katie won't kiss everyone next episode. Maybe. Here's hoping, Lord. I mean, I'm glad they're getting I mean, tested daily because my goodness. I guess. You don't see anyone like chewing gum or brushing teeth, though, so. Well, there's I a lot they cut out, so we'll see. But we'll we'll be engaging more on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, so talk to us because we're there to chat. Talk to us. Let us know what you're wanting, what you're loving, what you're hating. Any suggestions for us to add to our little program? We would like to hear from you guys. Um, Anything else? Nope. That's it. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys next week with episode, I mean, episode week five, Katie Thurston, The Bachelorette. We'll see you guys soon. Thanks, guys. Bye.